Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Pertech has teamed up again with the sport's biggest stakeholders to create the third annual Ultimate Bathurst Experience, with all proceeds going straight to the Peter Duncan Neurosciences Research Unit at St Vincent's Hospital. The winner and their guest will be treated as super VIP guests at the Repco Bathurst 1000 in October this year, with a number of behind-the-scenes experiences, all part of the major prize. The prize is not being auctioned, it's being raffled, giving everyone the chance to be involved with a limited number of tickets being offered at just $20 each. For a full list of prize inclusions and to buy your tickets for a chance to win this once-in-a-lifetime experience, visit ultimatemotorsportprize.com.au. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, all put together by the great team at Pertech. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is the Legend Series with Stephen Kearney, Part Two. Enjoy. Oh, I know I was, I was very, very lucky. Mm. You know, because in the sense that you know I, I could have either way. You know, if I'd landed some somehow differently, yeah. So again, I, I come back. I, I landed on the top of my shoulders, and then my head come back and and hit. It was like a old cobble, if you think of you know in, in France, yeah, you know, an old yeah. cobbled you know um, uh, path or road. Yep. So um, yeah, I, I was you know if, if I if I'd landed somewhere else, something you know a, a fraction um, this way or that way, then you know look, I'm, I'm pretty sure that. You know, um, my neck might have come into play there mm. at some stage, but yeah. So I, I felt very, uh, very, very fortunate. If, lucky boy, lucky boy. Nineteen ninety five, the game was changing. As a seventy two baby, you're in the right place at the right time to capitalise on Super League. But the chance to return to New Zealand as an Auckland Warrior um, to represent the club, but also the country, because that's how it was billed at the time. Sure, sure. Uh, that is super cool, and and that's you know that that's the big reason why I, I went home. You know, obviously, yeah. like I said to you earlier, I played. You know, I played rugby union. You know, um, uh, earlier on mm. for for two years to, um, when I was at uh, primary school. But you know, I was a leaguey at heart. You mm. know, so I, I you know I grew up. Um, you know, watching league and you know hitchhiking to tournaments yeah. and what have you, um, and so I, I was a I was a leaguey. So to, to Ian Robson, who was the who was the CEO yep. of of uh, of the Warriors and and uh, and very good very good salesman, um, <laughs> he's you know he sold the sold the sold the dream to me, yep. and and um, so. It, it was a it was a bit of a tough one to be to be honest because uh, you know I got home from. You know, I got home from the tour, and then obviously, like I said, I had a you know month or so getting myself right yeah. after falling off, you know, falling off the balcony, and um, and uh, and that was part of you know wanting to go home was to see our game because you know like I elevated to 
you know, like I'd sort of watch from afar and yeah. all really, you know, at, at the All Blacks and how, you know, and how they took rugby union yeah. to – and I just wanted to see our game, you know, put up there mm. like that, you know. Um, uh, makes so, perfect sense. Yeah. So and and to and, and obviously Ian selling the selling the picture to me like mm. you know like how he did you know oh no we're getting Dennis Betts and Dean Bell's coming back and Andy Platt and da 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 you know so I'm thinking oh well you know we're, yeah. we're a real chance here you know like so um, and that's you know that was a big reasoning for for, for going back so I, I made a commitment to them pretty early ninety um, four actually yep. But I couldn't, you know, like anything, I, yeah. I, I could, I didn't want to say anything. Like I, I think, um, you know, um, way, uh, sorry, Warren had been, you know, got the, got the boot from the from the Magpies yes. earlier on in '94, and you know the new coach was coming in, and um, so I, I, I had to be, you know, I just had to be careful in how yeah. that one sort of all transpired, you know, like, um, uh, but um, yeah, so. Uh, that that was you know that I was excited about you know the mm. prospect of you know coming home and trust me it it certainly lived up to the hype you know in, the, in that first year yep four seasons seventy nine games eleven tries for the Warriors is there is there a standout memory does anything spring to mind I, I had you know they're all they're all wonderful um, memories there obviously the first year was pretty special yeah. There. Um, you know the first game against the Broncos. You know, like mm. the, the way it was a packed house, and you know the way that you know that whole the, the lead into that was was set up was yeah was magnificent. You know, yeah. like and um, and again, I, th- I think the way that we performed that night mm. and even that season, to be honest, I, th- I thought agreed. Uh, you know, I think we got done in the end by by uh, um, uh, having. You know, someone on the field. I think we had forty men on the field, but that you know, I think Joey Wagner like wasn't involved in play, but it was mm. a bit of a stuff up, you know, yep. with the interchange um, card. Well, it wasn't cards at the time, but so and that and that and it cost us, you know, an opportunity of playing in the, you know, in the finals. You know, I so, think that game and, and that uh, era, if you want to term it like that, I think that was the catalyst for introducing. Interchange there you go. cards. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So something came of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So that that you know that that whole year was a real, mm. you know, was a was a real, um, uh, you know, positive for for mm. our game too. You know, yeah, back home and and so that was yeah that was, um, yeah that was really exciting and and I, and I felt that was you know a real positive for our game back home and then Super League sort of coming off the back of that and then. Yeah. Then things started to get a little bit clouded, you know yeah, what I mean? Like it? obviously two competitions, and so uh, any momentum I, that I thought mm. the you know that the game was making in 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 New Zealand, yeah, or elevating it to you know to a level that you know sort of took a bit of a t- took it, a bit of a knock after it uh, took you know, a once, big kick in a yeah, lot of areas. Yeah, it yeah. did. Yeah, so um, but no, I, I, you know, wonderful friendships over there, and. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I had a, you know really, really, you know, um, enjoyed my time there. How tough was it to leave? Uh, you would obviously go to Melbourne in nineteen ninety nine. What brought about that decision or that change? Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a difficult one, um, Andy, in the sense that um, you know, obviously, you know, that was four years. We had mm. done four years, and and um, I, I think. 
that that was going to be so four years that they're going to be there was going to be a new coach. So there was three it was three coaches in four years. Yep. Um, John Money, Frank Endicott, and then um, uh, Mark, Graham Mark Graham was going to come in. You know, yeah. so and uh, new ownership regime too. So a lot happening. Off yeah, the field. yeah. It, there was a so so to, to me, and there was a. That that was a little bit frustrating. I bet you know. So and and there was, uh, you know, I heard it from a third party, or you know, um, Steve, you got you know these a few of you up f- for sale at the Warriors, you know. Like I said, what do you, what do you mean, like? And uh, and it was and this was during the end of the year. During this, we had a series against Australia, two test series against Australia, and then yep. we were going to England. After that, a week later, you know, and so during this test series, you know, uh, an agent, a uh, prominent agent who's, you know, had, at the time had a real good connection with the Roosters, you know, um, uh, he he made contact and he said, oh, mate, you know, this is, you, there's a hippie you've been put on up for sale. And I said, oh, mate, I haven't been told that. Like, um, are you interested in going to the Roosters? You know, and I, um, well, mate, let me hear that from, yeah. you know. So anyway. It, to cut a long story short, you know, I rang Graham Lowe, I think was the general manager or yep. something, you know, along those lines yep. in terms of the title and, and also Mark Graham was a coach. So after the test that we had in Auckland um, against Australia, which was the second one, had one in Brisbane, then one in Auckland, uh, uh, a week later we were going to go to the UK, but I sort of penciled in, you know, or need, we need to catch up. Yep. Um, now, Graham and uh, and both Graham Lowe and Mark Graham um, during that week before we head to the UK. So it was, and, and to, to me, it was just the f- the feeling of um, frust- you know, frust- you know, in my own yeah. head, you know, like you, you, you know, um, you, you, like every player, you ask them what you know, what is your goal? I to you know to win premiership, you know, with. So I just felt that. Um, you, you know, it was just become a little bit frustrating, you yep. know, like frustrating in, in that sense, you know, and how they went, went about that. And um, so, uh, and that's when Melbourne sort of come, stepped mm. into the picture and, you know, they, um, uh, Chris Anderson and Chris Johns um, also met that week before we went away to the UK and, and uh, I met with them and, you know, they obviously they'd made the, you know, finals their first yep. year. Had had a real good balance of you know experienced yeah. players and some real good young talent coming through. So um, I said, oh, you know, can I make a make a? I'll have a think about it on this tour to the UK, um, and then I'll give you an answer when I get back. So and asked the asked the wife, if, what, you know, what she thought, and and so you know we we're packing our bags for Melbourne, um, and. Um, and yeah, so that that's how that came about. You know, mm. it was about um, you know getting the getting a sense of oh, you know, they're a they're a footy club that are you know on the on yeah. the on the up on the up, and they're stable in this in this stable. You know, like obviously, you know, John Rebo, who, who sort of kicked it off there. Yep. You know, come from the Broncos, Chris Anderson, who had you know been at the Bulldogs, mm. and you know, like family club. You know, like. With the moors and what have you, and and um and so it, it was you know like it was a it was an easy decision you know like in, in that bet. sense yeah. um and I still remember so I I had already made the decision to go there but it sort of you know like and they're, they're little things that 
that got, you know, reaffirmed. I remember going there and I thought I was going over there to sign my deal. Like I'd been away on tour, so I wasn't starting back preseason until after Christmas. Yeah. But I'd went over there to I'd gone over there to meet and greet a few of the people before Christmas. Um, the hierarchy, the team and blah, yep. blah, blah. And uh and so I remember rocking up, you know, and and uh it was it was boiling again. It was a boiling hot day and it was where we used to have the gym, it was like a, you know, like a, it's all glass, so it just, you know, got really, really hot yeah. in there, you know. So I've walked in there, I've got my, you know, thongs on, my jandals and, you know, my board shorts and just shaking hands, seeing, meeting everyone and, and um, they said, oh, mate, you bring any running shoes, you know. I said, well, no one told me to bring running shoes, you know, like, I thought I was coming here to meet and greet, you know, like. They said, oh, we got some downstairs, you know. So they went down and got some and then, you know, they threw me on the treadmill, you know, like, and I'm, I'm you know, like. You're there pu- for a social visit and you're training. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking I'm, you know, shaking hands and, yeah. you know, signing, signing me contract, you know, and what have you, you know. But, but so they basically ran me through a medical. Wow. And, you know, I was fine, you know, and that yeah. wasn't, but, but in my, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, Geez, I love that, you know, like, yeah. you know, because, you know, they mean, but, you know, like they, you know, like they, they pushed me so far on the, on the treadmill that, you know, like, again, I could, I could have done that if I was unfit. So it wasn't about the, it wasn't about how much I could do. It was about, you know, sending the message of, yep. you know, okay, well, you know, you've got to go back home for a month. You know, we want you coming back in yeah. decent shape because we know where you are now. And that, that. so it was just the, That's it was terrific. just the, it was just the mindset. And um and and I and I walked away from that and I thought you know like no these blokes you know they mean business you know yeah. we'll come back after Christmas and same thing it was a you know uh, a hot Melbourne summer you know because and um and Chris Anderson he was you know like he, you know he was that Canterbury old school training yeah. you know we um so it, it was you know like and I really you know I really enjoyed it you know they were. Great bunch of you know, great bunch of lads, you know, really, really good, you know, bunch of lads, and so, um, yeah, no, obviously, you know, the season went the way that it did, and um, mm. yeah, so it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty happy. Pertech has teamed up again with the sport's biggest stakeholders to create the third annual Ultimate Bathurst Experience, with all proceeds going straight to the Peter Duncan Neurosciences Research Unit at St Vincent's Hospital. The winner and their guest will be treated as super VIP guests at the Repco Bathurst 1000 in October this year, with a number of behind-the-scenes experiences, all part of the major prize. The prize is not being auctioned, it's being raffled, giving everyone the chance to be involved with a limited number of tickets being offered at just $20 each. For a full list of prize inclusions and to buy your tickets for a chance to win this once-in-a-lifetime experience, visit ultimatemotorsportprize.com.au. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, all put together by the great team at Pertech. 1999, it was a dream <laughs> year for you. How clearly do you remember that Craig Smith penalty try, the reaction or the emotion that went with it? You had finally, after seven seasons, won a premiership. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was over, you know, it was, to be honest, it was overwhelming. That that actual moment, you know, I remember the I remember the game itself. Like you know, they were, they they flogged us in the first semi. You know, down yeah. at, down at Olympic Park, 
you know, and I thought, oh, man, you know, they were, and I think that, yeah, I think the minor premiers might have been Cronulla, actually. I think they were red hot, you know, like they had a real, and, and, and they got beat in the prelim by the Dragons. Okay. But if I remember correctly, you know, they were, you know, they took that year, they were really playing really good footy, you know, so, and we were there or thereabouts, you know, I, I thought we were there or thereabouts. On our day, we thought, you know, if we played our best footy, you know, yep. we, there was a, you know, there was a chance that we could, you know, upset a few, you know, like Parramatta were really good that year too. Yeah. So, um, uh, so we got beat. Yeah, pretty convincingly in the first semi um, down in down in Melbourne, and then you know, then the following week we had to play um, Canterbury at the Sydney Football Stadium, and then we had to play Parramatta at the Sydney Football Stadium, and then you know to go to the grand final, and and um, so so it it sort of got all thrown out of whack, you know, yeah. because after the first week, you know, like we had to make, you know, we made some changes to the footy yep. team. Mac Guy went from the wing to the to five eight, yes. Craig Smith come on to the you know come on to the wing. Mm. He'd been playing reserve. He didn't play a game of first grade that year. Amazing story, isn't it? Played reserve grade all year, yeah. um, and come on and was and then become the kicker. And so we won, <laughs> we won the game against Canterbury by two points. Yeah, it was a goal. We won the game against uh, Parramatta by two points in the grand final by two points. He was the kicker, but couldn't kick the ball. Matt Guy had Matty to kick Guy. it. You know? Yeah, so. It was you know like it was just the series of events that yeah. you know those last three games was was you know it was pretty um, you know like it's like a you know, yeah it's like a fairy tale to, mm. be, to be fair and and so yeah that was in in that moment so so the lead up into that game you know the the I guess the drama and the you know the energy that we put in like I said lost first week. It was a real challenging game against the Bulldogs. You know, I think Sticky put in a cross-field kick. I think Matty Guy ended up picking it up and running, you know, like 80 metres mm. to, you know, to put the game away for us, you know, like, well, not even put the game away for us, but to get us ahead, you know, mm. like. And then the next week, you know, like, we, we go into the game against, you know, um, Parramatta, who had, you know, Jimmy Dimmick, That's Crackers, right. Dean Pay, Jason Smith, mm. you know, uh, Hind Marsh, you know, uh, Kalis, you know, they had this, you know, this real good, t- and they were the best defensive team all year. I think they got out to a lead on us, fourteen nil, might have been twelve nil, something like. I can't remember, but and we ended up running them down. Yeah. And they were the best defensive team in the comp. Mm. So uh, just the just the energy that mm. we put into those, you know, those those couple of games, mm. leading into the grand final, like. It's probably showed in the first half against the you against the dragons. It, yeah. yeah, you know, I just thought we we probably and I remember coming in at half time and and um you know uh, Oates, you know, Chris Anderson, he wasn't you know, wasn't real happy with the forward mm. pack, you know, like, I don't need you know, I don't need Mox, I don't need you playing like a front row. I need you, you know, like you need to play like a back row, you know, like so you know, and T grabbed us and said, "Hey, you know, let's let's go out, there. let's play our game. You know, like let's not get caught up. You know, playing this is to error. Yeah, and um, you know, and he, you know, like his energy, you know, had a real shift in it. Yep, the start of that second half. You know, he said, you know, like we, you know, we're going after this. You know, yep. like, and um, so then all of a sudden things started to, you know, things started to turn our way. Yeah. You know, like, and there were little moments in that second half that started to, you know, things started to." Like I say, uh, fall in our favour, but yep. I, I thought we forced it. 
Yeah. You know, like just with our the way that the energy that we played mm. with, the forcefulness, you know, like I said, they jumped out to a bit of a lead on us mm. and they thought, oh, okay, you know, but and then we sort of took the initiative, you know, yeah. said, no, we're going to go and come and get you, you know. And um, and then if I'm honest, like, like mate, when Matty Guy had to kick the ball in front of the post, I'm thinking, surely we got a better kicker than Matty. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, it's like, man, I couldn't even I couldn't even look back, you know. Like, and I, my wife is obviously myself and and uh, oh, sorry, um, my wife and and uh, and Belinda. That's Maddie's yeah. Maddie's wife, you know. We you know we're very close, and mm-hmm. and uh, she even Belinda, you know, was she she fainted. She's fainted in the grandstand next to I've done next to of, my wife, you know. Like, so my wife's wow. going, oh god, yeah. You know, so she even knew that Maddie wasn't a real good kicker. I've done one of these legend series interviews with Maddie, and he said I was given the ball, and I was standing there, and I was quite sure I couldn't kick it and wouldn't kick it. He said I got lightheaded. <laughs> That's nice to know. Yeah, and I felt every eyeball in the yeah, stadium yeah, yeah. on me, but I couldn't hear a thing, mm-hmm. which is wow, wow. amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, after the premiership, a couple of tough years with Melbourne, and you went through Chris Anderson. Mark Murray and a new coach arrived, Craig Bellamy. Twenty years later, he's still at the top of his game. Did you know at the time there was something special about him? Um, or was it just another I, coach? I, I, I don't know. If, no, no, definitely not just another coach. Mm. You know, um, <laughs> it is one. Like, so he he wasn't. And and we did go through a couple of tough years, you know. Yeah. We probably, um, you know, I think when a team like we had in '99, and and then we, you know, we lost a, you know, a couple of really important leaders, yeah. you know, in our footy club after that, in yep. terms of, um, uh, Tawera and and Lazo. Yep. So, but also, uh, Andy, we, you know, there was a there was a guy um, who was our footy manager, Mick Moore. Yep. And we tragically lost him in two, you know, the beginning of two thousand. It was know. in Auckland. Wasn't it was in Auckland, it? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and and that, you know, he, you know, he was so him and his family was so special to that footy club. Yeah. Like, it, I reckon, you know, like that really knocked us about, yep. you know, like which is understandable. And and so we sort of, you know, like fumbled our way a bit through yep. two thousand. If I if I say it like that, and and um, and then. Obviously, they felt they needed to make a change in, in mm. getting um, uh, moving Chris on, and then getting Mark coming. You know, Mark coming in, and so uh, it was a couple of you know sort of up and down, yeah. up and down years for us. And then, um, and then obviously they made a decision. You know, Bellyache was working up here with the Bronx, and they made a decision to get mm. to, to get Belzer down there. And and I remember during October, you know, like prior to him coming down, you know, like. And, uh, and and just sort of giving you a bit of an indication of you know so he rings up and says oh he says oh Steve he says um you know like just a bit of a background how's everything going you know down there and I said oh you yeah, know we've had a couple of tough years and you know um, small talk really and he goes oh you you got you got, you got any hills down there and uh, and I says um, oh what do you mean hills like he goes well hills you know that you can um, that you can run up, you know. I'm thinking, and then uh, I said, "Oh well, Chris, and we had this, we had Studley Park 
Craig, you know, where, you know, we would bike from, you know, it was like a, it'd take you sort of an hour and 10 minutes, you know, it was yeah. like a 40, 50K bike way, you know, you, and that was all hilly, you know, out towards there, you know, and, you know, like his answer was, he said, well, you won't, you won't need your, you won't need your effing bike where we're going. Like, and I was just thinking, oh God, we're in trouble here. Uh-oh. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and we ended up going out to Studley Park, but we didn't bike out there. Like, we right. ended up, you know, you had to drive there and, you know, then the tracks were like, jeez. And so that become twice a week during the pre-season, you know, like. And Craig did it with you as an older guy. Yeah, he did, and, yeah. And quite often led. He Well, again, around the tan track, you know, like he, he was down there, the Botanical Gardens yep. um, track. Like he, he was in the top, yeah, he was in the top five, I reckon, Jeez. top four. So Robbie Ross, who's, who's a very good runner. Um, Boo-boo. Uh, Boo-boo, yeah. And uh, Matty Guy was a good runner. Yeah. And uh, and Belzer, you know, Belzer was wow. right next to them, yeah. So, um, but it, again, just the detail that he he went through um, in terms of vision, you know, like um, I, I thought, and and this is and and his attention to you know to the detail yeah. was was you know was second was second to none, not in terms of you know, like, and, and I'm thinking, and I and I went back. So in 2020, you know, 2021, mm. some of the drills, they were the drills we were doing back. So, you know, I'll say there's been modifications to them, yeah. but, but essentially the same. It's the same drill. But it's just the, the repetition of, you know, do it, no, do it this way and yep. do it right, you know, like so. And, and that's what stood out to me really early mm. with, with Craig. If you're enjoying Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the Legend series, we'd love for you to go to Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening and subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star rating and review. Best weekly review wins an unfiltered trucker's hat. His attention to detail with, the, you know, with, with analysis, yeah. you know, in terms of you know, feedback on your game. Um, and then obviously the repetition of, you know, drilling, you know, yep. what was important for, you know, what was important for, um, you know, for our performance, you know. So, uh, yeah, he, he – and then obviously, you know, as uh, he evolved, you know, like, um, yeah. you know, obviously he's got a bit, you know, a little bit, you know, uh, he was he was unyielding early yes. on. You know, he was like a steel bar. Like you just had no giving him at all. But he's a little now. Oh, tiny. You know, yeah. tiny. But but again, he's at times of you know he, he uses yeah. he uses the people around him to be able mm. to you know get that uh, point of the message across, yeah. and he still can rule with the you know rule with the you know um, iron fist if yeah. he has to. In all, mate, 139 games, six seasons in Melbourne, and I will admit I'd completely forgotten about this, but you finished up with a season with Hull in the Super League. I'm going to take you back to August 27 of 2005, Millennium Stadium, 74,213 fans and a 25-24 win over Leeds. You're already smiling. It's often referred to as the greatest Challenge Cup final ever. Cool to be a part of. Oh, it was, it was incredible, Andy. You know, again the the, the long history that uh, you know I had with the you know like, obviously being a being a leaguey. You yeah. Know, so when I was a young fella, you know, getting up in the middle of the night, 
you know, watching James Lulawai, Fred Akoi, yeah. Gary Campbell, you know, playing in Challenge Cup finals at Wembley. Yep. Um, and then obviously watching, you know, the great Wigan teams with the, you know, with the Kiwis, yeah. you know, that they had in them. You know, like it was, a, you know, I, I, you know, like at the time, you know, that was more than, you know, that was more uh, prestigious than than the premiership in 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 the UK yeah. in England. You know, so. Um, and I'm not too sure if it's seen as, you know, that still or, or um, you know, it's sort of balanced itself out. But so to to to, to get the opportunity and, and, you know, like every the, – the journey of that of that Challenge Cup um, sort of run that year with Hull FC, like I said, was a bit like the, the Magpies President's Cup team. You yeah. know, we had a ragtag bunch of, you know, fellas. Richie Swain was there. Yep. Um. He was the hooker, but you know they, they were all, a lot of them were local kids. You know, yeah. um, Paul Cook. He was the he was the five eight yeah. sort of lock. Um, yeah, you know, it that, wasn't the star studded line. No, up a lot no, of sides had. yeah, no. Well, you know, particularly the team we were playing against. You mm. know, Leeds. You know, they had all the you know English internationals. Yeah. You know, like Marcus was playing in the yep. playing in the team too. Motu Tony was in our team. You know, yeah. Motu was the was the fullback. He, he um, and uh, so. I always, you know, like always wanted to, you know, play in, you know, yeah. play in a Challenge Cup final. I didn't know it was going to happen that year. Obviously, or, to be honest, I went there, you know, with, you know, with an open mind to think, you know, to England. I only had a one year deal, so I didn't know how that was, yeah. you know, going to transpire. You, you know, and I, I, um, I had opportunities to, to go over there uh, earlier on in my career, but you know, I decided to, you know, I wanted to stay in the NRL, yeah. you know, like, um, you know, and so for it to to present itself like it did, like, oh man, it was like it was a, you know, it was a dream come true, yeah. you know. And um, and what I loved about it even more was, you know, a lot of the team, you know, were local kids, yeah. the Horn brothers, you know, Cookie, yeah. Paul King, you know, like you would. Kingy, you know, <laughs> he's, I, don't, I, I don't know where he'd be right now, but you know they're, they're all local lads. Yeah. Kirk Yeeman, you know, like and and so wow, there's some so, so yeah, so to me, like to to be able to you know to go and and be able to um, achieve and pass on. Yeah, John Keir was our um, he was, the uh, was was the coach. Uh, Richie Agar, like he he was uh, he was the assistant, yeah. so I ran into Richie Agar. At that time, and and um, so to be able to, like I say, get to that position where we're challenging against Leeds, yeah. you know, and we're, you know, they, they were obviously red hot favourites, mm. and we ended up doing them by a point. Um, was just such a, you know, such a wonderful, you know, uh, uh, you know, occasion, you know, like, good way to finish. Oh, it was incredible, you know, like, and then and then to go, you know, then to go um, back to Hull. Yeah, you know, and we had a civic reception, you know, and um, so we we're on top of the must have been, you know, the council building, and they had this big balcony, and there was like I think there was like ten thousand people, Jeez. you know, in the square at, at um, in the middle of the town there, and you know they're they're all screaming out, uh, "Where are you, KR?" You know, like yeah, um, Hull Kingston Rovers, you know, so yeah. um, and it was just so like to to me that's what you know that's you know what I, the real buzz that I got out of it oh, was. Right. You know, it was you know seeing these young you know local kids, local boys, 
you know, being able to, you know, achieve something like that mm. and get, you know, and, um, you know, win a trophy like, you know, like we did was, you know, was tremendous. Coaching, we could talk coaching for another few episodes, no <laughs> doubt, but I cannot let you go without asking about the night that catapulted New Zealand Rugby League to a whole new level, mm. but a night that also had a huge impact on Pacifica players pursuing a dream and having that dream become attainable. Winning the 2008 World Cup as a coach for New Zealand changed the game forever. For me, where does that rank? Oh, you know, it, it's you know, it's certainly right up there um, in terms of uh, you know, you know, achievements. You know, and obviously, um, you know, as I you know, as I said earlier, you know about. Um, you know about the Warriors. You know, I, I guess my heart is, you know, wanting to see yeah. the the game back home. You, you know, as strong as it as it you know as it mm. possibly could be, and you know, like everyone can see the the beauty of it. You know, yeah. this what's so good about our game. You know, like and so um, and you know, and that night was a like was a vindication of yeah. that. You know, there were moments in that game where you know we were down. You know, like. We we're down and out, and you know, then we and we found a way to come back. Yep. You know, like Jonathan Thurston's, you know, about to get away from Jeremy Smith, and Jeremy Smith ankle taps him, yep. you know, and he and he falls over, and the ball gets knocked on, you know, yeah. or, or David Farlong, or you know, like he's, you know, he makes That's a ta- right. he makes a tackle on um, Darren Lockyer, which dislodges the ball, yep. you know, like just just stuff in that game, you yep. know, like. Uh, Manu, you know, and again, I hate to use Billy as the example here, but Manu getting, I think Benj put a kick in and Manu's down there on a kick chase, put him under some, that much pressure yeah. that he, he tosses the, he, he tosses the back ball back inside and Benji's there, For you know, try, so yeah. um, it was just such a, um Wonderful moment for for our game back home, and that's where the you know the joy that I had, obviously not only for the players in the in the footy team that night, and you know the squad, but you know for our game back home, you know the yeah. you know the yeah. people that have been you know the reality was that you know we we've, we've been strugglers for a long time yeah. back home, you know so um, so to see you know rugby league people, you know I got to you know. To give you an example, that you know, there's a good friend of mine. He's his best mate, and, and I'm going to ring him uh, in the next couple of weeks. He said every year on his birthday, I think it's the 14th of August. You know, he pulls out the 2008 um, World Cup final and watches it. You know, and he, and he said, obviously, he's a mad leaguey. You know, Terrific. he said, oh, he said, Mooks, can you can you give him a ring this year? You know, yeah. I said, mate, I'll be happy to. You know, like so people, you yeah. know, like that. You know, like leagueys back home, which. That's that's where I got where that's where I got the the biggest joy yeah. was okay you know we've climbed the mountain mm. you know what I mean and we've achieved something for all of our people who love our game back yeah. home and um, yeah so that that was the that was the overwhelming sort of feeling that I had yeah. that night you know like and it was um, and it wasn't you know like it was again the journey of that whole mm. six weeks was. Was um, you know they all add up to the, the you know that mo- the moments in that in yeah. that eighty minutes you know like all play a part and you know that um, uh, you know that eighty minute performance you know so it was uh, it was pretty special. As a player, four clubs, two hundred and ninety three first class games, 
45 test matches, a premiership, a challenge cup, a world cup on your resume. You certainly ticked every box as a coach. Uh, 163 games in charge of two clubs and a nation. It's always a pleasure, mate. Stephen Kearney, you sir are a legend. Thank you, Andy. It's been uh, it's been it's been great to uh, reminisce like that. In 2023, this is what you can expect from Unfiltered. The Legend Series starts your working week, featuring interviews with some of the game's finest, in depth and personal. We talk footy and life in a subtle mix you can't or won't hear anywhere else. On Thursday, the Rugby League Superpod returns 12 different player interviews every single episode. It's fast-paced, and if you like a laugh with your footy, this is for you. It's the weekly show you can't miss. Then on Saturday, it's Dream Team time. Who would you name in your best ever 13? We ask that question to players past and present. We don't always agree, but that's what it's about. The ultimate argument starter. Who is the best 13 ever? Be sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date on who's coming onto the podcast. We're all over Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Andy Raymond. Or you can check out the website, andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. Before you go, do a mate a favour and when you're done here, leave a five-star rating and write a quick review for us on the podcast app you're listening on. In terms of business, it's huge for us and it allows us to keep creating the content you love for free. Make sure you come back soon, legends. Thank you.